0: today
1: just wonderful connor how about you
0: i'm doing good i got excited because as always screen rants coming in hot and heavy with another fun article and i just couldn't resist bringing it up with you guys
1: well let's hear it
0: it is attack of the clones the five best and five worst scenes the second movie in george lucas's prequel trilogy attack of the clones wasn't loved by star wars fans on release but now it holds up well mostly <laughs> does it? <laughs> yeah, seriously. So according to Screen Rant, I'm gonna go best and worst, ten to one. Yes. And we can kind of dive over it. Cause I really just wanna like I want to see if we agree with this. Yes. So for number ten, we have Best Chasing Zam Wessel across the slot Cityscape. And I agree with that. I think it's a fun little chase scene. But I also don't like the fact that if you remember now this is gonna this is a deep dive. Do you, anyone does anyone remember like one of the original trailers for Attack of the Clones? can't say no. i do okay <laughs> so this is a trope that still goes on today where you do multiple takes of adr and stuff like that and different line takes and stuff like that you'll put a line take that's in the trailer and then you know it's coming up in the movie and it's a completely and different change take. the line right sometimes to a lesser degree it doesn't hit nearly as well mm-hmm. this is one of those moments where like obi-wan and anakin go through the the power couplings or whatever and like anakin, or obi-wan's like and it could, how many times have I told you? And it get shocked and like, do it the power couplings. are getting shocked the hell out of themselves. They did it so much more exaggerated in the trailer. And then you go to the movie and it's not nearly as exciting. It's, a it's like, subdued.
2: Yeah. So I, I don't know. Uh, you say that's what happened with the, uh, the classic Mace Windu line. I've had it with these snakes. <laughs> yeah. Anywho.
0: Yes. I've had it with these Mother Hubbard snakes on this Mother Goose and Plane or something like that. I, I forget yes. how they do it. Pineapple exactly. Love and Plane. I think
2: it's uh, Monkey Fighting Snakes on this Monday to, f- Monday to <laughs> Monday Friday, Friday Plane.
1: <laughs> that part is true. I remember that.
2: Thanks, TBS. But,
0: yeah. You know what else I remember is number nine, which is the worst. I don't like sand. Which I would argue nowadays is probably the best. It's like I mean, it's such a meme now.
1: Well, exactly. And and there's no question, you know, like in, in terms of just the, the redditness of it all. that prequel memes are the best memes yes honestly (laughs) it's it's such a renaissance so that's what makes it so good exactly and i mean i think part of it is being able to just appreciate like all of the cringe oh my god and just kind of accepting it now and rolling with it and i genuinely believe that's why it's the prequels have grown a lot in popularity i'd
0: like to think so and again like i said i i have that personal connection because they were the ones that I technically grew up with, even though we had the original trilogy and stuff like that. Like, good or bad, they're still gonna have that spot in my heart. You know what I mean? Yes. Number eight, speaking of which, spots of my heart. Anakin slaughters the sand people.
1: So this is supposed to be a best, That's right? That's the
0: best. Which I guess, I mean, <laughs> in a way, it's like, yeah, genocide. <laughs> good on you, bro. It's not yeah. even just the men, but the women and the children. Not yet. <laughs> uh number seven, worst. Anakin feeds Padme the worst part of a pair, which, like, I never noticed it. Like, I I noticed that it was a pair. First of all, it's a space pair. We need to be suspicious. It's a space pair. And
1: it could very well be totally different.
0: It could be, you know, it could be an ice pair. As we, were, as we had discussed last week, yes, there are very different. There's very, many different dimensions of fruit in, in Star Wars, but alas, I, I mean, what would this be the like? What would be the worst part? Like, with the stem, I guess, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: I would think the actual worst part would be like the core. <laughs>
0: it's like, oh, well, I mean,
1: thank
2: typically, you. I like to stay away from seeds and stems, but that's a different discussion.
1: Also,
0: can we talk about how she's able to not only like stab it with the fork in the air, but she had enough leverage to like get give on it. <laughs> yeah, because like yeah. you, if you're stabbing something on the on the on the plate, you gotta push down with it. What are you pushing against? <laughs> well, the force. Maybe,
1: yeah, maybe Anna can put a little more <laughs> oomph on oh, it, yeah. just like, as she was stabbing it. I killed. Maybe pe- like maybe it was that ripe.
2: <laughs> maybe it
0: was that ripe. Oh, that's true. Oh, you know what? I agree with this. Number six, best, the seismic charge. Well, I don't understand
1: how it's like- This should have been number the, one. The third best thing in the film. Wait, it so, is so the we're going best thing in the
2: film. Best, worst, best, best worst, worst, best, best worst. worst. That's what this article is doing anyways. Interesting.
0: But I agree though, seismic charge is up there. It's one of yes. the best sound effects, sound design choices they've made. Yes. Oh, excuse me.
2: I'd argue I'd take that over the uh, Coruscant chase scene, but that's just me.
0: Well, that's why it's number 10. I agree with that. I, I, I think it, I think the chase scene
1: kind of. Uh, ah, okay,
2: that makes sense. Yeah, because that was the uh, best. Uh, and okay, the worst, best, worst. So now
0: we're at. Yeah,
1: so we're, I I imagine we're counting up. I I don't know. I'm not sure that I understand. <laughs> we're counting
0: to number one, which is going to be like number two is going to be the number one best, and number one is <laughs> going to be the number one worst. Number one worst. Sure. Yes.
1: I think that's what they're doing. I know. Thanks, screener. And I don't know if it is ranked truly or if it's just like a random list. Ah, ah.
0: This guy was like, I have nothing to write for my editor, so I'm just going to throw this together.
1: People love listicles.
0: (laughs) Well, that's true. It is true. The worst number five thing here, uh, and this probably is the worst because of what the ramifications are. Jar Jar endorses emergency powers for Palpatine.
1: Immediately emergency powers.
0: Uh what does he say? Uh, uh, Dello Feligates. Dello Feligates. Dello Feligates. Oh, God. Uh, number four, the best, the Gladiatorial Arena,
1: which, okay. The Petronaki Arena. The
0: Petronaki. Well, it's, yeah. Which I, to me
1: always sounds like it's like an oil company on <laughs> ge- Geonosis or something yeah. like well, that. Well, it makes
2: me think of Helga Pataki <laughs> and like that big Bob. Emporium Beeper
0: Emporium owns it. Por- That's such a dated store. Shout out. <laughs> wow! Shout out Beepers. Big Bob Pataki. <laughs> Big Bob's Beepers. Bye bye. Uh, number three worst. Yoda's frenzied lightsaber duel with Count Dooku. I will say, when I saw it for the first time, it was the coolest freaking thing <laughs> in the world. You were at that sweet spot where you were like between 9 and 11 years old, and you saw him flipping around. Yeah. Ah! Making the weird noises, oh, it was so good. Yeah,
1: but he was like, but there is very much like, I mean, a it was like such a heavy Chekhov's gun oh, in yeah. terms of you, you know, your lightsaber skills almost match Master Yoda's. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but then at the same time, it, it's like, oh, I didn't realize he was like a frog.
0: Yeah, he's like just gonna hop around. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, all of the the memes about him being a dyslexic uh, frog on ketamine. <laughs> It's not wrong. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's not and, wrong.
0: And that, I mean, that feeds into his whole thing of like, he throws this, you know, deception by you know, struggling with a cane and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So I appreciate that to his thing. But the number one best thing, apparently, which is number two on this list, Yoda arrives with the clone army.
1: Which Around is- Around the survivors, a perimeter create.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. A perimeter create. <laughs> there's, like, there's another great meme of that point where at one point he says something, he's like, focus all fire on the power source. And then it shows the clone looking at Yoda going, did you just talk properly? Like, <laughs> it's really good. I don't,
1: wait, what am I supposed to do now then? Yeah, exactly. It's
0: like, I, I, this is not like the simulations. And number one worst, and I agree with this, the CGI clone ensemble. So that means, I mean, essentially just saying as much that there was no real... Clones. There was, there was all digital.
2: Wait, you mean they didn't actually clone all ten thousand people for this movie? <laughs> There's not a
1: hundred thousand cl- clones of Tomorrow Morrison just running around out there right now. It's so freaking lame. It doesn't <laughs> make any
0: sense at all, bro. I'm just telling you. I mean, it's just, it's just sad. Like, I mean, because think about how much production design they did with like stormtroopers and everything, how many different sets they have with that. How hard would it be to at least get one set at yeah. the very least something and they can pull the helmet off. Yeah,
1: exactly. Just one thing that, you know, when it's like in revenge of the Sith, for instance, mm-hmm. like, cause I mean, I, I don't believe at any point in the, the prequels, did they make a set of clone trooper armor? Yeah. But like the, you know, the sequence with commander Cody and, uh, Obi-Wan on Utapau when only, he returns the lightsaber and takes his helmet off. And, the
0: only example, I feel like, I can't think of any other examples in that movie that have, like... Well, I, I the only other time you would ever see Tamora's face would be, like, the the pilots, maybe? Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. But I agree with you, because no one else is taking off... And it, it, it came with the Clone Wars show, where you started getting the individuality right. of each
1: clone. And, and, like, the relationship that they actually have with their Jedi generals and exactly. So... On. so.
0: Well, speaking of relationships,
1: Uta to everybody. Hello and welcome to Greeter
0: Shot First. My name is Connor. I'm Andrew, and we're here to talk Star Wars, all things Star Wars, and anything even freaking related to Star Wars. And today, especially, we're back at it with another review. Uh huh. Right it it is a review. It is a review. Sounds about right. So we <laughs> didn't we didn't kind of give warning on this because you know what we were we were talking and talking and talking about doing the light surprise of the Jedi. surprise. You know, we wanted to do Light of the Jedi so much that we ended up reading something. You're welcome. It's coming next week, guys. Next week. (laughs) This week. Coming next week. Uh, But to that end, uh, today we are going to be talking about not in a book, but an audio drama. Yes. (gasps) Yes, uh, none other than Doctor Afra audio drama, uh, read by or um, written by Sarah Kuhn. Yes, and uh, it's 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 very it is, exciting. It is
1: a book now.
0: It is yes. So it is. This is a good as reason of, to bring yeah, it up,
1: as of a couple of weeks ago, they finally released the physical copy of it.
0: So it's. I mean, it's the it, same vein of. Um, it's almost like a play script. In yeah, a sense. It,
1: yeah, yeah. It's it's written like uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, or and
0: whatever. The, so, yeah, I can't think of what think It's called <laughs> the Sorcerer's. Kid, that's not it. <laughs> yeah, the cursed child and the cursed one, the cursed chosen one. I don't, either way, <laughs> I don't think that's it. Either. either way, it is. It's the cursed child. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. thank you. Uh, Keep <laughs> it moving. Thank you,
0: Brian. But so uh, this this is an audio drama, much like uh, last year's uh, Count Dooku. Uh, Jedi Lost, uh, which I think you and I both... I I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, Going into this, I will say uh, it was exciting, but I think I enjoyed the Dooku one a little bit more. I think based on just the fact that it was an original story.
1: Right. We'll get into that in a moment. It's like, I think from a production point of view, Mm -hmm. this is better. Oh, yeah. Um, Like, I mean, it's really extremely well done. Yes. Uh, But I do... Agree with you that, like, the Dooku Jedi Lost story is just like this is a story about a care, like, a much maligned character that we mm. don't know well. Yes, that actually, f- you know, tells this story that's amusing and entertaining and-, and fills in some of those gaps.
0: And then you come with this, <laughs> yeah, and,
1: and it, th- not, and it's basically a rehash of like the first few volumes of comics in which she appears.
0: So, to that end, uh, we will get into it. Uh, Brian, you're familiar with uh, Afra's story because you have read the Darth Vader run, the first run. Correct. Uh, so, I mean, I, I I think I let you borrow. Uh, it was like the first four of Darth Vader plus uh, Vader Down. Yes, and it's all it all encompasses like her story throughout this. Yeah, the only difference is, and we had said this before we got the mics going that we're going to be hearing the same story, but it's all from Afra's perspective.
1: Right. It is a forced first-person perspective, which is nice. There's something Um, to be said for that. Yeah. Um, Well, I was just going to say, and I think it even does run through like the first volume of the standalone Dr. Afro comic, I think.
0: It would make sense. Like that last
1: part of the story.
0: Yes, uh, running away from uh, From, Maz or whatever. Well, I'll tell you what. Before we go a little bit further, let's do what we usually do. We'll do a synopsis and a cast read. Yes. So why don't you hit us with a synopsis? All right.
1: So this is the publisher's summary, so it is long. Give me a moment. That's fine. Dr. Celi Lona Afra, rogue archaeologist, is in trouble again. Mm. Again. A pioneer in the field of criminal (laughs) xenoarchaeology, Afra recognizes no law, has no fear, and possesses no impulse control. To her, the true worth of the galactic relics she discovers isn't found in a museum, but in an arsenal. Mm. This viewpoint has led to a lot of misunderstandings. After her latest plan goes horribly wrong, her roguish ways are on the verge of catching up to her when suddenly Darth Vader, terror of the galaxy, swoops in with his lightsaber ignited and saves her life. Don't get her wrong. It's not like she's (laughs) ungrateful. Sure, her new boss is the Lord of the Sith, and okay, she may have become a pawn in a deadly game being played by him and his boss, who (laughs) happens to be the Galactic Emperor. And yes, the life expectancy of anyone who disappoints Vader can be measured in seconds. But she's back doing what she does best. She's got a ship to fly, a heist to pull, and two unorthodox but effective metal buddies. Oh, yeah. Triple Zero a protocol droid specializing in etiquette, customs, translation and torture and BT-1 an astromech loaded with enough firepower to take down a battle cruiser together they might just find a way to get the job done and avoid the deadly performance review that waits at its conclusion oh my
0: god just kidding she's doomed <laughs> you know what for it honestly sounds like Afra wrote that herself. Yes, because <laughs> just the way that uh, she narrates the book, and it, it sounds almost verbatim that way. Uh, but to that end, um, well, I'm going to give you the cast list real quick. So, the uh, titular protagonist of Afra is portrayed by Emily Wu Zeller. Another prominent, um, uh, the what's the word I'm looking for? Narrator. Yes. Uh, then we have Jonathan Davis as Boba Fett, mm-hmm. Sean Patrick Hopkins as Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. Sean Kennan as Triple Zero. Nicole Lewis as Sana Staros, Carol Monda as Maz Kanata, Ewan Morton as the Emperor, Catherine Tabor as uh, Leia Organa, and Mark Thompson as Darth Vader. And I should say that each one of these uh, actors also portrays other characters throughout the story. Yeah,
1: but that's like their main role. And exactly. like Catherine Tabor is... She's Maz. Pa- well, and she's Padme
0: oh, yes. on the Clone Wars. Yes, and that, that and that's what makes it more exciting because there's a point where you you get some Padme dialogue. Yes. And so I remember when I heard that, I was like, oh, that sounds so familiar. And yeah. It, it made <laughs> and perfect sense. Because, yes. And now she's doing Padme's voice, or uh, Leia's voice, because why not? Yes. It's, it's in the family.
1: I found recently, like, just on Twitter, like, the Star Wars books account, mm-hmm. which is... Genuinely like one of my favorite follows just because I like Star Wars books. Yeah. Um, You know, but it's like actually like a, you know, a a Del Rey social person. Yeah. Like who runs it. And uh, they had retweeted something from Emily Wu Zeller. And apparently she is like she plays a role in cyberpunk. (gasps) Oh, yeah. So
0: I wouldn't be surprised if I ever get a chance to actually get the dang game. But, uh, (laughs) you know, I I wouldn't be surprised. I, I feel like with her. Career as a voice actor, she's probably all over yeah. the place. And I think
1: it's it is even like her likeness that's used as well. So like it's it's kind of interesting to like see that and kind of put a face to, you know, and it's like, yeah, I could see this person being Afra, like <laughs> the way that Afra looks. Right. So
0: to that end, um, we like, we already kind of prefaced that the this story is Afra's story. It's from her point of view, the way the, the story is actually set up, it's not your typical book. It is um I guess you would describe it as uh, personal logs or yeah. captain's logs in a mm-hmm. sense. She's constantly recording this, uh, this, her story, basically, for an unknown source. Uh, yes. And so as we're going through and she's talking about different locations and different stories, there will be points where she goes, computer. You know mark this for termination or a computer, mark this for editing uh, or a computer just take this out completely like stuff like that and just being you know and it would be points where she we might see her as more vulnerable or stuff that she wants to keep to herself you know and it it's it adds that interesting aspect to it and it you know it's it's it almost makes you wonder why she's doing this or who she's doing it for yes, so that goes mm. into the mystery of it of it as well, and then even at that um with everything that you do know from the comics side of it, uh, you know, her story there, uh, what they don't tell in the comics, I think, is what makes the audio drama a little more engaging, uh, and that's her, her like, uh, origin story, essentially. You learn about where she came from as a young girl, you learn about where she went to a school, and you learn about her love interests and stuff like that, and, uh, I mean... We can bounce around a little bit. I don't know if we want to I don't know if we want to exactly go from beginning to end, but I I mean, is there any spot that you really want to talk about? Or actually, let me ask you this, Brian. Are there any parts of the comic that you remember specifically that you'd like to start talking about? Like, is there anything that stood out for you? Um I mean, I liked the overall storyline.
2: i mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of anything with those murder bots. <laughs> <laughs> they're the, yeah. they're just they're just Metal and bloodthirsty and so much fun. So let's well, start
0: let's start with this perfect yeah, spot. And,
1: the, and it could be maybe even more broadly like we can kind of talk about like star wars comics a little yes because that is an area that like i think we haven't really paid a lot of attention to i,
0: I mean i i've i i have abdicated for it before but it yeah. is a it's a it's a large hill to you know to <laughs> yeah. climb and so. at this
1: point when we haven't done like anything yeah we... but well this makes me excited because well, let's again, all
0: jump in together I, as beginners <laughs> i i very much like the first run of darth vader yes and i think afra is a big part of that yes um not not I mean, not, and that's not even putting aside like where, where the story is set. Also, this is directly after A New Hope. Yes. Um, it's uh, Darth Vader is trying to find the one responsible for destroying the Death Star. Yes. Uh, Essentially,
1: he's like out of favor. Like, yes. He is on... Uh, yeah, he's in
0: the doghouse. Uh, yeah, yes. he's on
1: Palp's uh, poop yeah. list.
0: Poop list. <laughs> and so he <laughs> has to do something to prove his loyalty or get back at his good graces. And that's where this all starts. Uh, I, I believe it's something in the comics where he comes across some reactivated droids and needs to find out where these droids came from and that's how he's able to seek out afra yes and then when we first are introduced to afra in this book she is uh, actually trying to do something kind of, we would see in uh, you know Raiders of the Lost Ark she's well, get <laughs> you know, breaking into a temple
1: she is the antithesis of indiana jones she's like, like i mean yeah. that is actually a character trait of hers is that you know she instead of it belongs, belongs in, in a museum it belongs to me <laughs> Yeah, she's like, I want to use this because why else would it exist? Yes, <laughs> exactly.
0: She was just saying as much, it's not, it's not to be admired, it's to be used. So yes. I can agree with that. And that's with her archaeology, especially what we find out. <clears throat> the very first thing that she goes for in this in the story is this micro droid dust, essentially, so that she can slip through some lasers and everything to acquire this even more precious item, which is the triple zero matrix. matrix. I was going <laughs> to say memory core, but same difference. Uh, so the triple zero matrix is what makes triple zero, triple zero. It's yes. his memory. It's his, it's correct his everything. And so um, when we actually get the, like whenever she encounters Darth Vader and is saved by Darth Vader, I, th- I feel like that was already like a, a twist because you don't meet darth vader and survive usually in the wild i feel like so nah. i can only imagine what she was going through and not to mention that she was also already like the cockiest person you've ever met she looked vader in the face and she didn't blink she st- she st- stared at the abyss and did not you know and it didn't blink back or whatever the phrase is i can't think of how it goes
1: <laughs> essentially <laughs> yeah you're fine yeah
0: but uh <laughs> i i uh i want to talk about triple zero so the way he's introduced, uh, he's uh, he's how did you describe it? He's uh, he's programmed in etiquette uh, or something like that.
1: Uh, uh, he is programmed in etiquette, customs, translation, and torture.
0: And torture. So when he first wakes up, he goes, "Ah, oh, would you like to uh, would you like to greet in the in the manner of organics as at as, as a, as a hearty handshake?" Yeah. And she's like, "I know your trick here," and it's like, <laughs> "Override. I'm your new master now." Uh, and so that's it. Trip, uh, one of his first things is he has, like, a joy buzzer, essentially, like the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'll shock the hell out of you. Uh, it's so good. And so you find out the re- only real reason she got Triple Zero back in order was so that she that Triple Zero could wake up the Blastromech, um, BT-1. BT-1, yeah. And BT-1 is an experimental assassin astromech. Yeah. Designed to look like any other mundane astromech, but loaded to the gills with weaponry. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, I so. mean, and they like, and there is something that is endlessly amusing, and and hearing them like brought to life the way they oh, are, yeah, is fantastic. <laughs> it's
2: that's that's the one thing where having not listened to this, I want to know what they sound like because I 100% read the dialogue in the comics anytime Triple Zero would speak. I'm still imagining Anthony
0: Daniels. Well, that's just <laughs> yeah. it. And honestly, that's that's kind of what you get. Like, it's okay. it's not prissy, but it's sick. Imagine but, like, but it's British. It's C three PO with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, you know, yes. and like, yeah, it is. and it it has that funny familiar banter because it is a a, a protocol and an astromech, much like C three PO and R two D two. They have that same kind of back and forth. But it's not so much about like C three PO being afraid and R two D two being brave. Uh, it's it's triple zero wanting to commit torture and BT being like, well, we could do way more than that. Yeah. Watch- <laughs> Why stop there? I just, I just want to cause some big booms. Basically, <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, BT, not today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, BT will love this, sir. Stuff like that. Like it just, it's all so good. And so I, I mean, I, I actually, uh, coming over here, I, I, I let Eva listen to a little bit of this cause I was describing it to her. And, uh, she was in love with the fact, the way that like, triple zero was portrayed. She was like, this is, he's hilarious. Yeah. There was one point where like, as he's like, he's like, no, Madam Afra, it's like for organic, you are not a waste of space. Stuff like <laughs> yeah.
1: that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, yeah. So if, if you dear listener, I know these guys maybe aren't as familiar with it, but like if you've ever played KOTOR mm. and HK 47, meat bags, Yeah. It's just, it's the same concept, but it's in a much prissier, <laughs> Delivery,
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you would say HK is more. He was like military. In I mean, that he, sense. yeah, he
1: is an assassin droid. He's not pretending to be anything that he isn't. Yes, and uh, but like you know, triple zero is pretending to be something he isn't. And that's, that's but it's I guess. still the same like <laughs> character matrix. In fact, they kind of make a reference to that in the story that there is like a, an old, thousands years old uh, assassin droid Ooh. in this triple zero matrix.
0: Well. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they also kind of let on that, that might have been part of um Mr. Bones's like, yes, is core too. Yes. You know.
1: Yeah. In fact, I feel like it's serious. like the same uh same kind of concept.
0: I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> uh except you we find out, I guess, that it's kinda of made up of General Grievous' programming or something. Well, kind of yeah, point. Also,
1: <laughs> Mr. Bones is actually General Grievous. Which is insane. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wait, like it's for real? For so real? There's a <laughs> yeah, there's a point where uh, What's his name? Uh, Snap, the guy who, the kid who mm-hmm. makes the most Mr. important Bone. character in yes, Star the, Wars. the one who died. For God's sake, why do you have to die? Uh, <laughs> the, boy, the boy who didn't live. <laughs> he makes uh, a B one battle droid. He brings it back to life. He names it Mister Bones. So like, I know that, but yeah. so he, so the, he's got. So he like he puts in a bunch of different memory cores to basically make him this outrageous droid. Part of it is not. You're not going to believe this dancing droids so like whenever mr bones is fighting and kicking and doing all of his stuff (laughs) he looks like he's dancing he's doing plies and and like you know he's like on one foot and he's kicking you know he's just kicking ass and and at one point he's like some uh some memory core fighting from an old jedi or from an old general from the clone wars or something like that and it's heavily implied at that point that that general is yeah. Who General else? Yeah. Who else? So, I mean, based on the way that they describe how he moves, because he moves like a spider <gasps> at points, oh, yes. and it's like got to be terrifying. And that, <laughs> who else do we know moves like a spider or like a crab on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> I dig Krivis. it. I dig it. Uh, but uh, back to it. Um, so, I want to. I, I mean, I. I one of the parts that I really want to talk about. We can move on to this. Is I. The the whole story, like we said, is Darth Vader trying to find out who destroyed the Death Star, or trying to find the person who was responsible for it. Yes. And so we're learning about this mystery through Aphra's point of view. And one of our first missions for Vader is to go to Naboo, I believe. Yes, And while we're there, uh, we're treated to a very cool, like, just a snippet of, like... Uh, I guess you would call it like royal subterfuge that we would never never would have thought of, yes, you know uh d- basically <laughs> disguising the fact that you know Pad maybe still looked pregnant when yeah. she died
1: yeah we we essentially learn like i mean this this part of the story is dark it's yeah. very it's dark dark in a lot of ways, so um but we learn that uh the like undertaker like the royal undertaker mm. you know was in on the secret of Padme's pregnancy and the birth of her children. And he is, you know, had this kind of very close relationship with her. It was like, he was a
0: family friend. Like, it was that close, you know?
1: And was maybe even like a little bit obsessed with her. Oh, yeah. That he
0: had. You guys aren't? family friends with your family undertakers (laughs) oh steve get out of here right up the street yeah
1: i mean i suppose if you're like royalty and you serve publicly in you know the naboo government it would take a little bit of time for sure um yeah you you might actually have that that relationship develop in a way that i don't think i personally (laughs) plan to no that's fair and that's
0: that's the perks of being a queen too so what the hell Exactly. But all uh, but I again I, I thought it was very dramatic because it, it this is again one of those angles you never really would have thought about. Yes. Um we see that at the end of Revenge of the Fifth, and I feel like it's kind of just taken for granted as is, you know. But I mean when you think about it in a larger aspect, like how did they do that? Like, <laughs> why did they do that? Just, was anyone curious about her being pregnant in the first place or who the father was or anything <laughs> like that? Like it was a whole list of crap we could go through. Yes. Um. So I like that aspect and I agree. It's very dark, but, it, and, and this is, this is also just going into the idea that like, this isn't for kids this point, right. this is a very like serious matter. And even the, the, the portrayal in the actual audio drama is like very heart wrenching. Oh yeah. You know, and Afra is, uh, like, not like and not really sympathetic in the in the slightest. She's like, look, I got a job to do. Let's roll. <laughs> Let's keep this going. And, like, you just hear uh Triple Zero, like, torturing the hell out of this guy. It's, like, literally screaming in the background in this thing. It's terrifying. So it's pretty bad. It is. <laughs> um And then uh, we move on to we need to get credits to, I think that's what the next one is, right?
1: I believe you're correct,
0: yes. The... The tool Pride heist. Ah, uh, and so she has to enlist a few, uh, a few uh, dirty characters, if you will, a few bounty hunters. Yes. One of them is a very favorite uh, of Duncan's, I believe. Uh, were you excited to see Bosk? I was <laughs> very much so. I was. <laughs> <laughs> so it's exciting to see Bosk. It just has a familiar interaction with Afra, and then uh, I forget what the other. So there's um, Black Chrysanthemum, which is the Wookiee yes. bounty hunter. Essentially, just the anti Chewbacca in Mm -hmm. this, in this, uh, in this, uh, storyline. Again, this is also, I I love the fact that they're kind of setting this up that black chrysanthemum is that, you know, antithesis of, you know, Chewie Mm -hmm. and ultimately becomes a partner of Afra, much like Chewie becomes a partner of Han. And so you have that correlation. It's a weird, like anti-hero correlation again, much like triple zero and BT one. So yes, I appreciate that.
1: Yeah. Before before we actually go on, since you're kind of going back to these parallels between like our heroes and Afra, mm-hmm. essentially, I feel like the Undertaker storyline, uh, it does remind me of one of my f- like favorite kind of running jokes in Star Wars mm-hmm. is like at one point she kind of recognizes like this person that Vader is seeking must be royalty ah. and like the joke of Prince Luke. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: So he's a Prince boy and he doesn't even realize it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh well which, even and uh there is a point where she has a conversation with uh Boba Fett, mm-hmm. which we, we uh mentioned in the cast list played by Jonathan Davis, uh essentially just like queuing into Darth Vader's ship being like, I have a message for Vader. Uh, and she's like, "Well, I can pass it along to him." And even in the audio drama, it does a very good job of being like, "This is it. This is the moment I've been waiting for. All the juicy details are coming in." And then feel it, and you just hear uh, Fett go. He's like, "The pilot's name." Is Skywalker, and then it just record break.
1: <laughs> what? What? That doesn't like, mean anything. It doesn't to sound me. like anything important to me. Yeah. So it, it's it's very fun
0: there. I appreciate that. And again, this is also you have to understand that it is Afro editing this. Yes. So this is her reaction to mm-hmm. it, which is even funnier. You know, so I appreciated that. Yes, um, but again, moving forward, I love the heist. I love the idea behind how they did it. The I I always love the it, like being able to use space as part of it is always a pro like a very cool, very cool affect. Um but I mean what do you, what's your opinion of like Black Chrysanthemum as a new character, uh Brian? Very cool. Like um I
2: I do I do like seeing or or thinking about the idea of
0: Wookiees it's he's like an doing, anti
2: Yeah doing bad stuff.
0: Yeah and that's just it. very like, cool chrysanthemum is essentially he's banned from kashik like he did something uh so like heinous it's like you don't even want to talk about it like
2: he and, is to the rest of the wookies as jar jar is to the gungans
0: <laughs> <laughs> my, my been banished my <laughs> forgotten <laughs> that's Chris Anton. sick he yeah. would he would actually say it. oh i should i should mention uh and you you've probably know this andrew because you listen to it yeah uh they they bring back the, uh, the Mark Thompson, uh, the Wookiee, <laughs> Wookie sounds for Blacker Sands. it doesn't make any sense. Like I said, all you need it's is the Ben Burton. It's the same yeah.
1: thing, man. Uh, yeah. I'm sure there's a cost to this. Like, I, I mean, yeah, you know, we've kind of talked about this. I think we've even mentioned it on the show recently. Like it's like a cost to use the sound effects. Well, yeah. And, and just kind of like, we've been talking about like the monster verse, like mm. with Kong Kong versus Godzilla coming out recently. Yeah. Um, and like you know that that is one of the things that they talk about within that is like well we can't do every like established kaiju because each one adds to the cost and it's yeah. like do you want that or do you want cool fights
0: that's fair um <laughs> that makes perfect sense yeah. I mean even to that end though i mean I, I i it just always feels like one of those things you can take for granted and i think it's just with all the older uh audiobooks that i had listened to it is mm-hmm. one of those things i definitely took for granted it, yeah
1: exactly it and, and it's just like okay like if you're doing this and you're gonna pay all these people anyway like why don't you just like combine one role hire one less person to right. do like, I mean I more power to Mark
0: Thompson because he's doing it he's doing his damnedest yeah, he's,
1: he's giving it his all well, no doubt
0: because there, there's even one point where he's like we got a Wookiee too and all of a sudden you just like it just out of nowhere you just hear it come from behind it's Chewbacca like yeah. and he's coming out and just ruining it uh, but yeah so Fun times. I'm glad. Again, I'm glad that like I'm not the only one who hears this, so it doesn't make me sound like like completely crazy. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's just so silly. Um. So what's after this? I I am trying to think what the next part
1: would be uh, moving up. Well, so um, the enormous profit. How about remastered, which would probably be about. Oh, hmm. never mind. I don't think that's right. No. No, nah, it's about that. I think I clicked on the. Uh, comic arc. Oh.
0: Mm. <laughs> uh, e and A. Here it is. Uh, well, so, I mean, just kind of covering more, um, I liked, I mean, I, I liked kind of uh, building the mystery of, you know, what Vader's hunting with Aphra. Um, You know, again, just hearing it from her perspective. Even though I had read the comic and I knew it was coming, it was still exciting just to, you know, kind of relive it in a way. Um, but going to like
1: it's, the it, well, then we go to Vader down, right? Yes. Yeah. So the next to say, I don't remember what happens exactly I, next, think after, but I know uh, we go to Vader down.
2: and say, that. uh, I read the comics out of order. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like it, completely out of order. How
0: did you read? Let me ask you that. Like what would you start? So,
2: with? I did 1 and 2 and then mistakenly in one binge sitting grabbed the wrong book and read <laughs> the final book it was like oh no huh, i guess there was some exposition that i they're, they're just skipping over and then i, I finished I it something. i finished it and then i looked at the spine and went oh
0: you read number 4 oops right. all right
2: now let's read number 3 oh also vader down i guess is supposed to go in here somewhere
0: yeah, yeah. sick i forget exactly how it's sandwiched in there but uh essentially it's still cool yeah no vader down it's it's almost its own standalone like book um, but it's part of the, the whole it, it's it's a crossover event between the Darth Vader comics and the original Star Wars comic line. Correct. Um, And it, all it comes is. But again, it's it's all it's all cool to hear from this side. Essentially, Afra thinks and, that like.
1: Well, well, And I was going to say, I think this is the part in particular where it's like you realize that you are getting a slightly different kind of spin on the history of Vader Down. Yes. Because, you know, the actual Vader Down event is like, you know, there was a standalone issue to. Introduce it, and then you know, you get like the Star Wars perspective, so you get the heroes, then you get the Vader perspective, yes, and like just it all changes a lot when it's only told from Afra's perspective as opposed to everybody's.
0: And uh, well, so you find out that like w- Afra sends Vader to this system because that's where Luke was said to have been hiding, yes, but what she just realizes whenever he gets there, um, mm-hmm. there's uh, a, like a couple squadrons of X Wings doing flybys, doing practices, doing routines. And he's like, this better not be a trap. And in one of the coolest dogfights you'll ever see or read, <laughs> basically, Vader takes out every single ship. Yeah. <laughs> and to the point where Luke's like, I'm going to do it, and rams his ship into Vader's, right? I believe that's how it ends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how they, they crash so he, land. They both yeah. crash land. Oh, use the force, man. I guess that's what you got to do. <laughs> uh, and so <clears throat> Afra's like, well, if I don't go and rescue him, he's going to kill me. And if he if he you know
1: And if I do go to rescue him he may kill me. He still, still might him. kill me. <laughs> so it's like it's
0: a lose lose situation for her. So she's gotta go and try and remedy the situation. Yes. Um and so it's just a bunch of back and forth, and she's she's got Black Santa down there to help her out. Yes, uh, she's got
1: Triple Zero and BT. Yes. And this is like the one time where we truly get to see every like both every. like Triple Zero and C three PO, and like on the other side like R two and, and BT. BT. They, yeah, that was a fun exchange. Yes. Oh my
0: god! Well, even just like the fact that they had to disguise Triple Zero as c-3po at one point yeah um it was very fun where he's like well you always wanted to be gold plated and she's like not painted plated you know or something <laughs> like that you know uh and then the back and forth between afra and uh han solo yes. where at one point like afra is like not han solo and and uh han, and i think it was like triple zero is like do you know han solo He's like no like <laughs> it's like am i supposed to and then han actually does know afra and is surprised whenever she's like, "So you must be Han Solo." And she's like, y- "You heard of me?" He's like, well, "Of course you heard of me." It was a very fun, like back and forth, yeah. like on that.
1: Yeah, once again, just kind of like catching the other side <laughs> off guard in a way that you're not expecting. Mm.
0: But the like I said, the the fights were all good. Um, seeing Chewbacca rip Triple Zero's arm off and hearing it was even yes. funnier.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: um, and again, just Ben Burt – or not Ben Bert, uh Mark Thompson doing his rookie roars is always gonna be funny. Um, and then eventually they're able to escape. Or no, they they were able to escape with Afra as a prisoner.
1: Yes, Afra um, is imprisoned. So then we go to the Sunspot Prison. Sunspot Prison, which
0: I thought was a very cool like. I already thought that was a very cool set piece.
1: Yeah. And I guess this is actually a S- Star Wars storyline,
0: then. This is back to the Star Wars storyline. Yeah. Because at this point, um, we find out that while she's there, um, she is visited by Sana Staros, who is working with the rebels. Through a whole long line of like <laughs> yeah. craziness,
1: this, this would require some backstory. I so
0: suppose. we, so we need to go. We need to go back again to her like kind of origin story esque. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sana Staros, we find out is like her love interest. Yes, um, they were students together. They were students together at archaeology archeolog- school or whatever. Yes,
1: the uh, University of Barleth. Ah,
0: and I remember she was like telling us telling a teacher off or something like that, yes. and Sana came to the to the rescue and the rest <laughs> was history from there um but i thought that they had a cute little back and forth At i think you kind of knew what was going to happen just because afra is who she is and i feel like she's always going to be uh, a lone wolf even though she she starts to feel feelings for sauna
1: tube necks the uh <gasps> the professor oh my god wants to expel her
0: It tells you yeah he's like well actually that was one of those things yes. um but again this is from the uh, from the audio drama standpoint the sunspot prison it becomes under attack uh because again we're learning this from Afra's perspective we don't know why but then uh Leia and Sana who are there together come and release Afra because they need her help yes uh there's a rogue rebel agent who's loose in the in the prison and it's basically just killing people and so this is one of those moments where it's like if you don't know the comics it's going to be kind of like what what the what is going <laughs> yeah. on
1: and that guy was like the guy from like this the first star wars annual they did when they relaunched the comics basically like, <laughs> he's a
0: very like very 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 callbacky. Kind yeah of guy.
1: like he only appears in the annual and it's not part of the ongoing story and... they
0: do include it in the graphic novel i'll say okay. that much That's so like it, they it, you are familiarized with who he is before they go into the sunspot thing. Mm-hmm. But regardless of the fact it's just like if you didn't know any of that, you know, it like they explain who this person is and like even Afro's like was I supposed to know who that was? Like it sounds like it sounds it sounds like he was someone important, but like I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and so uh yeah, they uh escape Sunspot prison and she's able to I think she's able to get off on her own and now she's basically just on the run from Darth Vader yeah, because, she,
1: and now she's fully on, you know, the the uh, uh radar of the rebels too, uh, so so certainly she's kind of up against it, as they would say.
0: Uh, and then Triple Zero and BT find her uh, getting drunk on some backwater world and are like, we need to take you to the uh, to, to the boss. But she does some clever play and she's like, well, I can't be harmed until I'm there or something like that. So she's able to kind of get BT and Triple uh, Zero back on her side. Yes. Cool mm-hmm. little subterfuge that way. And then... Uh, I. I can't remember if this was actually in the comics or not, so you might be surprised by this, Brian. She has a meeting with Palpatine. (laughs) I do. Yeah, I remember that. I couldn't remember if that was actually happening or not. And so, essentially, uh, she finds her way into his throne room somehow... And, and spills the beans. Spills the beans to everyone, about everything.
2: And if I'm not mistaken, that's what finally gets Vader back in Palpatine's good graces. Basically. Like, ooh, you, you had this whole secret
0: plot it's like, I'm this so, whole time? I'm so very proud of I'm you. I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, and it it turns into a whole like, oh, no. I I I don't know if I should keep going. I feel like I'm going to ruin the rest of the story <laughs> yeah, at that point. I
1: mean, yeah, I guess at this point we can kind of cap it. I mean, obviously like yeah. like it's good news for Vader, but he let's just say he doesn't necessarily love what she does. Yes. And so and that sets up the final sequence of events, kind of the final storyline and we was we saying- finally re- learn like who she's actually like saying all of this to or intending it for yes
0: yeah, so who she's recording it for yes uh, what happens to her and everything else again i i would like to leave it open in because even though like the the comic itself came out what in 2015
1: I <laughs> yeah think, i mean it's it's i mean some of these get probably up to like i don't know 2017 18 something yeah in
0: that range, but, but. It's still the same it's still fresh enough that i feel like if anyone wants to Yeah, let's not totally spoil it. I'm going crazy for it, and I know all of us, all three of us, know what it is. So I don't want (laughs) to, I really don't want to go any further if I could avoid it. But I will say um, overall, I enjoyed it as uh, an audio drama. I enjoyed it more as a comic. And I feel like if I hadn't read the comic prior to it, I would have enjoyed this more just based on what it was. And that would have made me enjoy the comic more. Secondly. Second and second hand, I guess I should say. Okay. But to that end, I'm gonna give this like a middle of the road, like three out of five. Like not great, but not good. You know. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I guess my answer is like for a rating, I mean, like is a really cool character. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think we're all in agreement on that. I you know, I highly recommend if you haven't read the comics or done the audio version and do yeah. it and <laughs> like, she's
0: got she's got her own line now too yeah, like e- yeah. ever since the end of the Vader line she's gotten her own storyline which i've heard nothing but great things about so. yeah
1: i mean it's there's like 40 issues of afra split into, like, seven different trade paperbacks. So. Like, you
0: like, if you like Indiana Jones and you like Star Wars, this is, like, a great, like, meeting of the minds. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a, it's rogue archaeology in space.
1: Yes. With murder bots. With murder bots. With murder,
0: yeah, exactly. And Black <laughs> Chrysanthemum. <Hansen. laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but I guess, so it's like, and I get where you're coming from, Connor. I mean, mm-hmm. I think the presentation is so good that yes. it's worth checking out. I
0: I will say, like, based against jedi lost uh jedi lost was the first and yeah. so it's it was still kind of
1: they learning. were definitely figuring it out
0: yeah you know? but this was like i think also this had the advantage of being a story that was already established so they knew the beats and they knew kind of how to react mm-hmm. versus in the first one again like it's just they're just testing the waters basically yes with that being said again i i very much enjoyed it but yeah. what would you review it as i would
1: guess i'll like... give it a th- Three and a half, like the audio version, but like Afra as a story overall is like, yeah, check yeah, out Afra
0: by all <laughs> means. Now, Brian, f- to that end, since you've already finished the comics, do you, would you have any interest in getting to the audio drama based on what we've? Oh, for sure.
2: Said? You you guys definitely sold me enough.
0: And it, again, there's there's more to it than just what you've read, you right. Know,
2: right? And they <laughs> do add
1: some new stuff. It's yeah, because like... there
2: was I loved. I mean, I liked in the Vader run. I liked some of the Vader heavy, like actual storylines <laughs> yeah but whenever they'd get to an Afra segment i'd be like "Ooh, okay what's she up to now hell yeah yeah what's <laughs> what's what's that rascal doing now? yeah so,
0: but then and that's just it
1: yeah and i would just say like as a maybe a closing thought there's certainly like this discussion like okay they're gonna bring her into like something. the live action right oh
0: at some point i guarantee you there's gonna be a point where like ahsoka tana is like well we she, need something ahsoka
1: is the character and like her show is the one where I think, there's I feel like chance. there's a lot of people are pointing, like, that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. she's going to need some sort of Jedi artifact or something similar. And who's she going to go to?
0: Who do you think would play? <laughs> do you think they would actually get Emily Wu Zeller to play her in real life?
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know.
0: That'd be an interesting character
2: arc, too, because she served Anakin. Yeah, exactly. Vader there's, a, there's And now a very she's going to
1: serve. In, like, his apprentice. Very cool. <laughs> what
0: about. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd kill to see that. That'd be cool. What if they just pulled. Like everything from like the rug out from everybody, and just made Kelly Marine Tran uh, like <laughs> Afra. Afra. Yeah. It would be such a slap in the face, but yeah. would be, I would be on board so much. I would be like, hell yeah, could work. Yeah. I liked her in Raya the Last Dragon. Like I, I, I liked her voice performance in that. So mm-hmm. I, oh, I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Don't don't
2: spoil it. You're
1: All a good time.
2: No, I've I haven't been Too busy yet. watching I, the Mighty Ducks.
1: I, I like it.
0: I don't hate it. So you got you both have been watching that.
1: Oh yeah. Yep. Oh, I need to get on that. Fridays, man. It's Fridays, it. baby. Got to get or, down on
0: Friday. Well, I mean, at, at least the time of this recording next Friday for Falcon Winter Soldier yeah. came out. When you're
1: actually up. hearing this the next day.
0: Yeah. The finale will be here. <laughs> yes. So, Oh, is that the finale? It's, yeah. yeah they only did six, six episodes. Oh, uh, wow. Here. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. Well, anyways, we should talk Star Wars stuff.
2: But. <laughs> Uh, yeah, th- this is the uh, related to Star Wars section once again.
0: Freaking related. So. We've
2: wandered back <laughs> into the Beyond section.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's wa- let's go. Uh, let's head towards the exit here. Uh, why don't we uh, finish out like we usually do? Yes. With a quiz. A quiz. A quiz. I think it's my turn now.
1: That is. What Co- we determined. Correct.
0: That's when we, before we got the bikes <laughs> going. Okay, so uh, hit me with it.
1: What you got? So I will read you this quiz here, Connor. Okay. It is, who said the Star Wars, the Clone Wars quote?
0: So this is from the show.
1: From the 3D animated, Dave Filoni produced, Clone not, Wars the TV show.
0: Not the 2D version. Correct. Because there's not many... Not There's not a whole lot of dialogue in that. It's just Shaggy going, we're
1: all going to die!
0: <laughs> and then dies. <laughs> Go ahead, what's up?
1: <clears throat> Question number one. All right. No longer certain that one ever does win a war, I am.
0: Oh, that's Plo Koon. No, it's it's Yoda.
1: <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Easy peasy. Hello, ugly. <laughs> there are multiple choice. I can okay, provide. go ahead. Hondo Onaka, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, Ahsoka Tano. Wow.
0: I honestly, I feel like it's between Hondo and Ahsoka. I'm going to say Ahsoka. That is incorrect.
1: Oh. It is Hondo.
0: See, I would have figured, like... Ahsoka being like a young brat at that point, just being like "Hello, ugly." But now I see like "Hello, ugly." <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, exactly. I'm,
2: I'm trying to imagine uh, <laughs> Master Obi Wan saying that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, hello, hello, ugly. <laughs> hello,
2: ugly.
1: Everybody is beautiful to Obi Wan. That's, That's right. You, but not more beautiful than him. So.
0: <laughs> there is none greater than me, <laughs> so it I.
1: All right. Did you guys see, like, the pics of him? Like, oh, yeah. He looks mm. freaking ripped, and he's, mm-hmm. he's, like, in his 50s now. I know. He he he's it. got
0: that Paul Rudd disease. He, he, he's does. Beautiful, beautiful he's, he does. He's beautiful, beautiful Scottish, He's
1: rapidly approaching the uh, Wilford Brimley cocoon line. <laughs> 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 That's
0: fair. That's fair. Next quote.
1: Next quote. In my book, experience outranks everything. Mm. We've got Ahsoka Tano, Koon, Clone Trooper Fives, or Captain Rex. Rex. That is correct. Yeah. That's my boy. Senators, I presume you are acquainted with the collection of half-truths and hyperbole known as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Anakin Skywalker, Padme Amidala, Bail Organa, or Duchess Satine cries.
0: Oh, I I wonder who that is. It's Duchess Satine, baby. (laughs) Yes, it is. Hell yeah. He's, like, insulting him (laughs) as he's complimenting him. It's a compli-salt. It's very very rare.
1: Compli-salt, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Number five. We got 15 here. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) You don't have to look tough to be tough. Ooh. got Boba Fett, Aura Ahsoka Tano, or Colonel Mieber Gaskin. (laughs) I'm going to
0: say Aura Singh. I feel like this is something she said to Boba while they were training.
1: Uh I am sorry. That one oh. is incorrect. It is <whistles> Colonel <whistles> Gaskin. Who the hell is Gaskin? He's the little dude. That's a, <gasps> that's a deep cut. Oh, the and little frog droid commandos, yes. Oh my God, that's,
0: that's actually a really funny arc. <laughs> like It was one of those arcs where I was like, really, Dave? Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Loosen the hat strap. Come on, Dave. <laughs> 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 All right, what's next?
1: We are the ones who guard the power. We are the middle, the beginning, and the end. Ooh. We've got the father, the son, the daughter, or Qui-Gon Jinn.
0: The father. It's gotta be the father.
1: It is not the father. Oh. <laughs> is it Qui-Gon? Uh, I actually don't know. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Suspense. Hold on. <laughs> there is no right answer. Let me go back.
2: <laughs> uh Seven.
1: <laughs> oh wait. Oh no. Oh no. I apparently got this wrong. It was the father. No, no. Um, I'm sorry. The question too. Hello, ugly. Oh, is Anakin. Oh, it was not Hondo.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Well, still
0: wrong. Still. Yes.
1: Still wrong. <laughs> uh,
0: it was closer to Ahsoka that way. I guess, you know, she would have taught, she would have learned it. Yeah, he's, he's got the oh. attitude to say that.
1: And apparently the Colonel Mieber Gaskin one was also incorrect. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, we need some like that. Yeah. Um, so you don't have to look tough to be tough. Let's narrow this down. Is Ahsoka Tano. Huh. all right still wrong but again closer. this one's like, like they don't like let you just go back. Oh okay. So, I feel that. Uh so like I just enter your answer and then I look at the picture and say okay that's who it was. <laughs> but apparently that's not always the case.
0: Yeah, I I I think that's how they they trick you. <laughs>
1: uh I'm going to say it's it's the daughter. It is the
0: daughter. The daughter. Yeah, she's the light.
1: I've been going back through. I know we talked about it a few weeks ago the um like the comic adaptation, like the webcomic adaptation mm-hmm. of uh, Colin Trevorrow's script, yes, uh, Duel of the Fates, Is yes, what, yeah, yeah, I believe uh, that's what it's called. It's awesome <laughs> it's, really? it's really good oh. i mean i'm i'm only like a few issues in and i think there's maybe like six or so Still. uh but it's really awesome and they talk about going to mortis and that oh like ray and kylo are gonna end up on mortis well,
0: that would have been epic that and it would have made epic. sense to maybe 30 people yes you know
1: yeah exactly <laughs> i understand why you don't do it but i also it would have been cool Oh my All god! Right. Yeah. number seven yes i'm no jedi You've got Ahsoka Tano, Anakin Skywalker, Asajj Ventress, or Captain Rex.
0: <laughs> oh, Asajj. Uh, no. Damn it. Right.
1: It's probably Ahsoka. I'm going to guess that one is Ahsoka.
0: I w- I wasn't sure if she said that in Clone Wars because I thought I know for sure that she says that in Rebels because like there's a point where she's fighting Darth Vader and Darth Vader goes. Revenge is not the Jedi way, and then she goes. I'm no Jedi.
2: I I could have sworn. I think she says it in. She se- says it in the seventh. In, in the final season. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I <laughs> fucked up.
0: Oh.
1: Speaking of, apparently it's not Ahsoka. Ah. <gasps> uh, it is.
0: I'm calling
2: mm-hmm. blasphemy. Uh, oh yeah, I swore. It
1: so. must be. It's Captain Rex. Woo! Okay. (laughs) Still wrong.
0: All right. I'm I'm not not winning
1: this at all. No. Uh, Number eight. All right. It's what we're capable of that frightens me. Hmm. Padme Amidala, Mon Mothma, Yoda, or Anakin Skywalker.
0: I'm going to say Mon Mothma. I feel like her stoicism would say something like that. Padme? (laughs) Oh, right. <laughs> let's <laughs> get to the end, and then we'll, okay. Uh, okay. we'll... We'll just say how many, just, just say no. Yes. Okay, let's do this.
1: <clears throat> it takes strength to resist the dark side. Only the weak embrace it. Anakin Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Mace Windu, or Gungi?
0: Gungi. <sighs> That's uh, the little Wookie. Yes. Uh, it's definitely not him, because it would have been... <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say Mace Windu.
1: Incorrect. Ah. Ooh, dang it. Number 10. Sometimes in war, it's hard to be the one that survives. Hmm. Clone Trooper Jesse, Commander Rex, Captain Rex, Clone Trooper Tup.
0: Oh, uh, it's good, but. It's
1: Captain Rex. I'm pretty sure. It is not. Oh. Sorry. All right. Every choice you have made has led you to this moment. Darth Sidious, Maul, Mother Talzin, Savage Oppress, Maul. I know that one for... Yes. She said
0: that to uh, Ahsoka.
1: You are correct. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you.
1: It looks like I'm here to rescue you. Padme Amidala, Asajj Ventress, Duchess Satine Cries, or bo Cries? I'm going
0: to say Duchess.
1: No. Nah, it's probably Bo. <laughs> what are you going to do, Jedi? Torture me? We've got Cad Bane, Boba Fett. Cad Bane. Okay.
0: I bet you it's Cad Bane. It is Cad Bane. Yeah. Nice. I remember that scene, too, because it was really badass.
1: <laughs> the whispering of his name can rekindle hope, and hope is something we cannot allow our enemy to possess. Hmm. Maul, Jedi Pong Krell, Darth Sidious, or Count Dooku?
0: Uh, I'm going to say Count Dooku.
1: That is correct. As my sweet mother always said, son, if one hostage is good, two are better. And three, well, that's good business.
0: Hondo Onaka. You don't have to read that one. (laughs) You are (laughs) correct. As my sweet mother always told me. Right before she left me at her doorstep. like that. We, we, that's how he said it in his book. It was always hilarious. <laughs> ah, my sweet mama. <laughs> <laughs> just man. before she kicked me out the airlock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, b- 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 so you got nine out of 15. Not bad. No, 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 no. It's, mo- it's mainly just the
0: curiosity that killed me more than anything else. <laughs> I was really just like, well, who was it then, man? Oh, I boy. understand that, so... Well, I gotta say that was pretty fun. Um, I'm glad that we were able to review Aphra. I know that we had talked about doing that for a while, and I'm glad that we were able to do like a nice little back to back with Light of the Jedi. Um, that being said, I think uh, we're gonna we're going to be taking a break for next
1: week. Just one week. Just one. To week. be clear,
0: um, we're gonna catch up on some other Star Wars media to actually cover. Um lots of new vintage stuff on Disney Plus. Exactly. I think one of the first things we're going to do when we come back uh we're going to be doing uh reviews of The Clone Wars, the yes. uh 2D the, 2D,
1: the Gendi Tarkady or yes. Tartakovsky.
0: Tartakovsky. I never pronounce it right. Yeah. Um but it's uh. he has there's two volumes, volume 1 and 2. So we're going to do we're going to split that into two episodes. We're going to cover volume 1 and then we're going to cover volume 2 and then I think We're going to try and go for either uh, a retro game review or a book review, depending on what we get done at the time. Yes. Uh, And so that's something to look forward to. It's either... I'm going to say right now, book wise, most likely going to be an Alphabet Squadron book because I know I have to catch up on it. You're yes. caught up <laughs> on it,
1: yeah. Well, so, I'm caught up on the, the second one. book yeah, that need, we've never gone over. So I but, need I need yes. to do that
0: too, and that would be appropriate because the third one has come out as yes. recently as like a month ago. <laughs> yes. So we need to catch up with that, and I'm excited for you to sell.
2: sell me on them
0: of course and then even at that uh, 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 Star Wars Republic Commando has come out so that's going to be the next retro game review we cover too yes Um, but to that end if you have any uh, ideas for us or if you want to engage with us in any way you can always check us out at our Instagram at Greeter Shot First Podcast, all one word, or you can check us out at tweet uh, at Twitter at FirstGreedo. Uh, if you want to check out any of our old episodes, you can check us out on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts where you can leave a rate and review. It really helps the show. Or you can check us out on our own website at Reggie'sHousePodcast.com. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, quiz ideas, book ideas, anything you'd want us to cover, or if you just want to tell us we're doing a great job, just hit us up at grito shot first pod at gmail.com it's all one word grito shot first pod at gmail.com and with all that being said i just gotta say i had a great time brian did you have a good time yeah i had an awesome time andrew have a
1: good time it's a boring conversation anyway i
0: bet it was